Hi, and welcome back to the Michigan High School Swim Podcast. This is State Champs Michigan's Poolside Podcast. My name is Lauren Plant, the executive producer of the State Champs Sports Network. David Julkevsky joins me every week. He coaches at Bloomfield Hills and is a big part of the Michigan Interscholastic Swim Coaches Association. David, how are you today? Doing well. We're uh, shoveling out and uh, enjoyed our two days off uh, and getting back at it here. So, yeah, happy to be back and talking to you guys. That's right. I think our guest was not as fortunate. I think we got a little worse than uh, out there on the west side, which is what we're talking today. Some west side swimming. And joining us on the podcast is the head coach for both the girls and the boys at Forest Hills Central High School. His name is Dennis Neat. Great to have you on the program, Coach. Really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you very much for uh, giving me a chance to come on and talk. Appreciate All right. It. And I'm assuming that you guys probably didn't get walloped by the snow, or did you? Well, in some sections we did. Uh, a little bit more to our east of Kent County we did. Uh, schools were closed for a couple of days. A um, couple school districts on the eastern side of the county, Kent County, got closed. Um, but uh, west, side, west side of Grand Rapids to the shoreline, we were in school. So, okay. you know what? Just another day of, at, at the office. That's right. That's right. And uh, big time in the season. And we're going to get to it uh, on the show today. Coach Z and Coach Neat are going to talk about the meet that state champs covered on Tuesday, February 1st between Forest Hill Central and uh, Byron Central. Both teams are ranked in the top 20 in Division II. We'll also chat with them about expectations for the league meet, the state meet, which is right around the corner. But first, Poolside is presented by Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports, athletic and academic scholarships are available. Recruit yourself at ltuathletics.com. Poolside Michigan is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. The MHSA is looking for officials. Great part-time pay. Visit MHSAA.com for details. The Michigan Army National Guard is the official military outlet of the MHSAA. The physical therapy and sports medicine professionals with the Detroit Medical Center. I encourage you to check out our Game Changers segments that feature terrific training tips on how to prevent injuries and so much more. Segments drop Fridays across the State Champs Network, including our State Champs TV YouTube page. So please give it a like. Now, if you are in pain or injured for immediate care, go to dmc.org slash game changers. Okay, once again, we have Forest Hill Central head coach Dennis Neat with us today. And just so our audience can get to know a little bit about you, um, can you just briefly kind of talk about uh, your relationship with swimming, uh, when it began, and, uh, you know, how, you know, what was your journey like into the coaching ranks? It's, uh, it's been incredible. Uh, I'm my mother was a coach for the high school team, Grand Rapids, Ottawa Hills. And okay. swam for, I swam for Don Seaford at Grand Rapids, Ottawa Hills and class of 79 and, and took that bug to Grand Rapids Junior College, Community College these days. Jim Hall was my coach and really laid some foundation to um, learning how to handle expectations and, and goals. And then I went down to Ball State University with Bob Thomas and he helped me kind of keep reaching my potential in, in another area. And I had some fun along the way, found out, I kept trying to be a sprinter, but found out that I wasn't a sprinter with, with my uh, slow twitch muscles. But uh, that was uh, through a, a lactic acid study uh, after my senior year, but too late to, can't, can't complain about it. I had a great career. They gave me, those. they were great mentors, along with Butch Briggs at East Grand Rapids and Tim Jaspers 
former Forest Hill Central coach have been phenomenal um, people to kind of talk and, and keep working with. Um, so I've been at Forest Hills for 35 years. I have, have been, I've been blessed with a, an array of situations that are most unique to everybody. We are a three district school. And after um, nearly uh, 15 years of coaching Forest Hills Northern, the boys program got morphed into a three school co-op as we opened up a, our third sister school um, uh, 18, 18, 20 years ago. And so for 18 years, we swam as a three school co-op under the boys banner. And then uh, three years ago, MHSA denied our request to school and we sat down as a district and we looked at how we had as girls had a setup where it was Forest Hill Central and Northern Eastern as the two schools and we decided to model use that model for the boys and so this is the third year that we've split the, the boys program and I I had to make the difficult choice of which team to go to that was not an easy decision um, telling a group of kids that you worked with for one, two or three years that you're gonna to go to another school um, and because of the split. That was a um, unique and difficult challenge right there. So we've been trying to rebrand, re re-energize re the Forest Hill Central program uh, because for 20 years they've been co-opt with programs with Lowell and um, with Forest Hills Northern and Eastern. So I've been, I've been really blessed with some phenomenal athletes and dedication, and our numbers are not strong. We're at 17 this year, but we are very competitive and um, might not win every meet, but we're, we're going to give everybody the best show that we can. Wow, that's a really unique situation uh, that you're faced with. Um, you know, I mean, we do see the co-ops happen in a lot of sports uh, like hockey, uh, for example, and things if, if they don't got enough to, uh, you know, have a full program. Um, was the decision to branch off just because the numbers were great? You know, the, the health of the sport was really strong. I, I was challenged to... Uh, energize the three schools or kind of build the program. Our numbers were, were not, for Forest Hill Central, the numbers were, were down. In Northern, we were healthy. And so they came to me and said, we're gonna combine the programs. We're gonna keep it internal in the district. We're not gonna join an outside school. It's gonna be internal. Your job is to get, build it back up. And so the last two years, because co-ops are renewed every two years, we were running a three school co-op with 50 plus kids. And mm -hmm. so I had done my job there. Um, fortunately, unfortunately, then we had to make the break. And um, I have to confess that through the, the last three years, it has been the most unique set of circumstances to try to recruit. Um, when you have a situation like we, first off, we had a break off unexpectedly. Then we had the, um, the pandemic year and then we've had just some you know mental health issues of can i do this sport can i do this can i do that and we've lost some kids because of the the uniqueness of the last three years so it's been a little bit more of a struggle in getting participation back um it just was unforeseen timing that took us in a, in a whole new different direction uh and also we've got uh we rebranded our, our middle school program so that's now kind of 
not quite there yet, but it's a three school middle school program. So it's building for the two high school teams. So it's not a, uh, an easy solution, but it's uh, a work in progress. Wow, I mean, David, you know, you you can talk about the competitiveness in a certain area. Uh, obviously, you know, Bloomfield Hills and Birmingham being so close together, and you're also fighting for the same kids in, in certain programs. But uh, Coach Needier, he's in a, he's in a whole new ball game in in trying to you know navigate these waters, which are uh, are different. And then, of course, you throw in a pandemic on top of it, and then all of a sudden, you're just uh, I'm using swimming metaphors. You're just treading water at that point. <laughs> Absolutely, I mean, it's a unique challenge. And we're, we're fighting with uh, the private schools, you know, by us quite a bit, but uh, certainly a, a unique challenge for everybody. I'm sure a fun one. I'm sure something you've embraced. You've always done a great job with, with your team. So it's uh, good to see that things are on the up and up for you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's been a wonderful challenge and I'm excited for, for the guys. The seniors, they've this year, I mean, Dave, you'll, you'll know if you think back to the four years, the seniors, have, for my four seniors, to see the team split, to have the pandemic, to have the state meet canceled, to um, have a short season last year. Uh, these seniors are gonna have quite the stories of folklore uh, when they, uh, whether they join the coaching ranks or, or they get to tell their kids uh, what it was like when they were younger. Absolutely. I'm gonna let I mean, these, we, joke, yeah. we joke about walking uphill both ways in the snow to you know get to practice. <laughs> these kids are gonna have some very, very unique stories and uh, some good jokes, I'm sure, so. Yeah, and I'm going to let these two uh, go at it and talk about the meet uh, that took place because we've been having a lot of fun over the past few weeks, really kind of breaking down the the individual results and uh, kind of talking more about uh, what took place. Um, but I, one last question for you uh, before we do that. Um, I would imagine, just as you mentioned this, seniors, this group probably has more of a unique bond because of what's taken place than maybe others you've had in your tenure as a coach. Most definitely, uh, the and and even with the seniors for the our sister school, Northern Eastern, they're they're still friends. Even they were teammates for one year. We see them across the pool. Our our community has one pool, so we see each other every day across the pool, coming and going through the locker room. Um, and it was it was just kind of been a, a unique uh, last couple of years for them. But we see a, a, the camaraderie for both sides. And so it's, it's been a, um, a wonderful opportunity and a wonderful experience for them to, to stay connected. It's not like you're off into your own school and you never see anybody. We literally see everybody every day and hi, hi, how's it going? And it's it, the, comp, the, the competition is, is, is when we had our, our head to head battle, it's like it, just like any rivalry. But you know, the next day, it's kind of like, that was a fun meet last night. Good job last night. And all of a sudden, we're, we're friends again. So it's been a unique situation in Forest Hills. Yeah, that is unique. Uh, I can relate a little. My daughter went to Canton High School. And Plymouth, Canton, Salem has the unique situation where they all take classes in every building. Uh, so they actually go to all three schools and then they compete. The only thing that separates them are sports. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. So yeah, they're, they're rivals for one night and then they're in English class the next day sitting next to each other. So, uh, it can just, be just inter interesting. Yeah, it can be interesting scenarios. Um, 
but uh, yeah, so, you know, hey, I'm, you know, the, the most important thing is that uh, these seniors especially is ha have had the opportunity of having a full season of swimming. So they're going to go out uh, the way they came in. So uh, that's going to be outstanding. All right, before I turn it over to the coaches as they break down uh, the film, I just have a couple more uh, sponsors that uh, I want to get into and uh, let you know that Poolside is also brought to you by the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. So if you're an elite student athlete, you have good grades, represent leadership on your team and community, you could be nominated, but you cannot be nominated unless you apply. It's super easy. You can download the application at the website, DACAthleteoftheyear.com and send it in today. The deadline to apply is March 4th. I'm gonna have a red carpet gala at the beautiful athletic club uh, in downtown Detroit. Uh, the Detroit Athletic Club is one of the gems and uh, I'll be hosting uh, the award show as I do every year. Uh, it takes place in early June, it's fantastic. Another sponsor new to the show is the Goodman Acker Law Firm. During the most difficult times of your life at Goodman Acker, you will work with the same attorney and team the entire length of your case. They fight for you just like they would a member of their own family. Experienced, ethical, aggressive, mention you heard about Goodman Acker on any state champs program and they will provide you with a free assessment of your case. Goodman Acker, good decision, call 1-800-TRUSTED. Once again, we thank all of our partners in supporting this podcast. Now, on Tuesday, February 1st, Forest Hill Central uh, traveled to Byron Center. That was a road meet for you, right, Coach? Correct. That's right, uh, for a meet. And you can watch that video right now on the State Champs Network. And uh, before you guys get into it, is there, um, you know, I know that your, your team as a central lone squad uh, is relatively new, but um, what is it uh, when, when you've got Byron Center on the schedule? Do they do they get up especially for that? Um, you know, we've we've they've been they we real sorry we realigned our, <laughs> our league a couple of years ago, and so they're they're a new competitor to our program um, within the conference and as a D two program. Now that we've been re refocused as a D2 program, uh, we now see them at the, at the state meet. So the uh, opportunity to go to head, head to head, so to speak, is a, a wonderful challenge. Um, you got great athletes, uh, well coached, uh, just an, another opportunity to um, see where we are in the, in the, during the season as we prepare for conference and state meets. All right, David, take it away. For sure, so uh, yeah, obviously, you know, some realignment and stuff like that, uh, you know, start, starts to build up a good uh, rivalry. Uh, were there any races or any strategies you had going into the meet um, that, that you were focused on? Uh, well, uh, every meet, you when you know that it's going to be as fairly close as this meet turned out to be, we, uh, we knew that there was going to be a few focal points. Uh, 50 free, 100 free were a couple points that we were hoping that we could seal up here there. The other other areas was we wanted to make sure that we had the four and free relay. If it came down to it, we did, and we won that event, but uh, not enough at the end of the meet um, to to make a, a positive decision for Forest Hill Central. But sure, they, sure. It, was, it was just a meet where they, they just had a little bit better second and third swimmers than what we could put up put into the lineup on Tuesday night. Yeah, you know, we, we've talked about that a little bit. Um, you know, teams are built, you know, some teams are 
built a little bit better for dual meets and some for championship meets. And um, yeah, you know, a lot of good back and forth, um, you know, 200 medley relay um, and the 200 free relay, you know, Byron Center grabs a few more points on you guys uh, with a one, three finish. Um, and that certainly helps that, you know, starts to, to pull them away a little bit. Uh, but early on in the meet there, um, you know, Isaac Stewart had a really nice win in the 200 free. Uh, how's he been training this year? And uh, what's he focusing on the next few weeks getting ready for league meet? Well, we, um, he's a very strong 200 freestyler and also has been developing sprinting. So he's one of our um, top sprinters in the 50 freestyle as well. And we're just trying to get him uh, some state cuts. Uh, we just can't quite get him or um, a couple other guys. They're just right on the line of the state cuts. And uh, one of these days, hopefully the Miska meet, we might be able to have a, a, a wonderful uh, experience there and get some of these state cuts out of the way. But uh, He's been pr primarily our 200 freestyler, uh, 100 freestyle, um, very strong freestyler for us. Um, versatile, he got, he's gone 100 brushstroke in, in one of our meets, and he's got a backstroke to go with it. So he's a very versatile uh, junior for us. So looking nice. for good things for him this year as well as his senior year. Yeah, really good. So yeah, you know, and, the, and again, on the front end of that meet, um, you know, Byron Center, again, a few more points, uh, they go 11-5 on you guys in the IM. Uh, you know, Michael Grover, really strong, really strong swim, uh, but had a nice race there for second and third. Uh, Reed Dixon, getting his hand on the wall, you know, about two tenths ahead of uh, Colton Stafford, Stafford Orf from uh, Byron, uh, Byron Center. Um, you know, how, how, how are you doing, uh, you know, with the IM or sometimes it's a little bit tough um, with some of the kids having to swim all four, you know, all four uh, strokes in a race. Uh, anything unique about um, the IM or things Reed's working on? Reed's working on uh, developing his uh, breaststroke to be stronger and better. Uh, he's very, very good in the butterfly, primarily backstroke and freestyle um, is, is his strengths. Um, but uh, breaststroke is, is kind of like uh, the weak stroke that we got to work on right now. Um, Sam Yeager's been coming on strong. Um, took a took a fourth there, but uh, he's been having time drops the last couple of meets in the IM, getting back to where he was a couple of years ago. Um, really looking for some bigger things for Sam uh, down the down the stretch here. Really good, yeah. And you know, you, you talked a little bit about the fifty. Um, you know, Austin Briggs gets two wins there uh, the other night for for Byron Center. The fifty, you know, almost a what 0. 0.6 second uh, win? Um, you know how are your spinners doing? You had a great 400 free. Um, how, how's the real short stuff, the 50 going for the kids? We're we seem to be struggling a little bit with just uh, getting uh, a, a couple other developments for dual meet support. Um, we've got a couple guys right up there pushing. Um, ben Rogala is doing doing well for us. We're just trying to get him to get a better breakout. Um, and both the starts and turns and, and just be a little bit more competitive uh, at the end of the races. And then um, uh, Gavin um, Kai uh, is another one. Um, Isaac, uh, is, if we have him in the 50 freestyle. Uh, so we've got a core of sprinters there. We're just trying to develop that next layer. And that's where we got hurt in the 50 freestyle on Tuesday night. We just didn't have um, a, a, that third swimmer Benji Zorn went to, um, we tried him in that on Tuesday night. Um, he's got the competitiveness, but uh, we, we just need a little bit more speed somewhere. And we were just trying to, trying to get a couple points here and there and, 
they they got their hands on the wall a little bit faster than we could. Sure. For sure. You know, the, the hunter free come, you know, getting out of diving uh, looked really good. You know, Isaac and you had mentioned Ben, um, both guys put up some nice times. You know, it looks like Ben was a little bit slower than his best, but, uh, you know, 50.5 out of Isaac and, and Ben puts up a 51.7. Those are solid swims for this time of year. Um, again, kind of leading itself, uh, like you were saying, to some of those sprints. They looked really, really good. Um, you know, I, I think those two guys come back on the 400 later in the meet uh, together and, and do some great stuff. Um, what about your 500 freestylers and your distance swimmers? Um, talk about those guys a little bit and how they're doing. We, we've been we've been very fortunate. We got a couple of seniors who have been um, really strong for us this year. Um, Andrew Andrew Kurgis is uh, getting back into where he was as a sophomore. Short season, I think, really hurt him um, in his training ability for such a six week, eight week season, um, where um, he was. I think two seconds off of his uh, personal best time Tuesday night. So we're kind of getting back into the groove of finding that, that rhythm where, where he was as a sophomore. And then um, Aunt Alex um, Skank is uh, another senior who has had uh, phenomenal swims. He does an outstanding job at the conference meet for us. Uh, and he's gotten a lot stronger this, year, this season in the, uh, getting himself ready for the conference meet. How are your guys doing? Um, you know, in the OAA, you know, especially with the girls, we're fortunate. We'll run two heats of everything. Um, you know, I see a couple of your 500 freestylers getting out of the 500 free and swimming that two free relay. Um, do you have some of those exhibition heats going? Are these guys getting out of the water with, you know, less than a minute or so rest to swim again? How are they responding to the the long distance race and then into the sprinting for the two free relay? For, for us in the OK White, our numbers seem to be a little bit less than uh, than for girls. And so really, uh, we don't do um, heat one of the 200 free relay. It's varsity heat, step up, everybody's going. So we know that going in to the season when the numbers are kind of a challenge to, to have extra heats, um, there's a little bit of a focus and practice on how to turn turn around. So if you throw a couple sets together to, to push the, the 500 freestylers, then you come back and kind of break it up with a little kick set and a little sprint set so that they're training their bodies and their minds to kind of recover quicker um, and be ready to step up on the block and, and perform for the team. So it's part of part of my training experience to use practices to set up for meets. And it, it gives me a, a good exposure for them that when they step up on the block, they know that they're not gonna have a lot of rest and they have to be ready to go near best times every time they step up there because that's just what this team needs. If we could be a little bit deeper in numbers, I don't think we would have to have such a, a high demand. But when you're looking at 15 swimmers and two divers, everybody has to toe the line a little bit tougher. And we've learned how to do that. It burns us a little bit in the energy patterns, but I'm proud of how well they they keep responding, they keep stepping up and they keep trying their best. Really good. Um, and you get into those last two individual events of the night, uh, Reed does a really nice job in the 100 back, goes you know 58, um, I think he was 56 last year. Um, you know, how's he feeling, uh, you know, training going well, you know, just a little broken down, what are your thoughts? Um, for, we knew Byron didn't have a, a, a strong backstroker, so 
his goal was just to go out and win it and then be ready for the 400 freestyle. Um, we knew that if we had enough points, it was going to come down to the last event, um, save the legs a little bit. He was going to have being a 56 backstroker this year, you know, five second gap. We could save the legs a little bit and be ready for the 400. As mentioned, there's not a lot of extra heats between backstroke and the 400 free relay. So wherever we can do to kind of conserve a little bit of energy just in case we needed it. Um, but once again, our second and third backstrokers, very competitive. We just didn't get that place points to maybe make a, a swing in the meet um, instead of getting first and third or um, first, fourth and fifth or getting some better points in there. You get, you know, first first and fifth or something and uh, it just makes, uh, makes it tougher um, when the meat's kind of slipping away, you're running out of events and there's only so much that you can do. And knowing that Mike Will is going to be in the, in the 100 breaststroke, uh, we don't have anybody going under a minute right now that, you know, hate to concede points, coach, but, you know, there's six for the other team and what can we do to counter that? Our breaststrokers have stepped up quite a bit. I'd like to go back to the 500 for a second. We've developed yep. a couple of freshmen that uh, have been really making strong imprints into uh, maybe having a little niche there for us in the future. But uh, a couple of freshmen that um, uh, Zach Rufford had broke the six minute mark for the first time um, Tuesday night. So they've been developing quite nicely, especially as you said, turning the page to February and making the run for conference. Really Same good. thing no, on the backstroker. That... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, same thing with our backstroker. We sophomore, our second and third um, backstrokers were a sophomore and a freshman, and uh, just we're working on developing them and trying to have them being varsity competitive is a challenge. Yeah, absolutely, and that's great. You know, you, you need those guys, especially when you get into a league meet. Um, yeah, I'm not as familiar with the OK's rules, but uh, you know, in the OAA, we can we can put as many kids in an event as we want. We just get capped on how many points kids we can put in. Um, so I'm sure there's some good strategies there. And when you see that improvement out of those young kids, that's uh, got to make you feel good, give them a boost of confidence and uh, get them ready here for the next few weeks. Um, you know, yeah, I'll and wrap they it up. have gotten a well, good. They, uh, they've gained a lot of confidence here over the, the uh, last 10, 11 weeks. So uh, came in, what, you know, what is high school swimming and, now they've learned a lot. They've been competing. They've been com um, providing points for the team. So they're, they've really made a lot of inroads. Uh, freshman breaststroker uh, scored points in the um, breaststroke event for us before we got to the foreign and free relay. So just outstanding job. We're, we're constantly working on the little details and getting ready for conference at the end. Our conference does allow us to have unlimited entries but only the four fastest count for the top 16. And then we run a, a C final non-scoring. So you can have, you could, a team, if they were deep enough, could have all eight spots in the C final, but it really does work out that one or two kids from every school gets to have a, a, a fourth or fifth kid in the championship meet to experience it. And it's been, it's been a really a, a wonderful addition for us this the past three, four years. Yeah, we, we switched over to that too. Uh, you know, our numbers are so big in the OAA that, you know, we, we need it. Because like you said, the kids are getting experience 
And if they don't get to be in that big meet that second day, maybe a second shave, um, you know, that, yeah. that's such a valuable experience that they're going to miss out on. So, yeah, it's nice having that third heat for sure. It, it's, been, it's been wonderful to, to keep, keep them motivated, especially for that second day. Absolutely. Um, you know, just real quick, that, that 400 free, you know, you guys go 330, you've been 328 this year. Um, you know, what, uh, you know, is that kind of one of your, is that could be, you know, one of your bigger relays? Are you going to try to spread out all three relays going into league meet or states? What, what are your plans? <laughs> that's, that's, uh, those are coaches conference. Uh, we have, uh, uh, with Tim Jaspers and I, we're constantly kind of bouncing ideas back and forth. What do you think about this? What do you think about um, if we did this, if we did that? Um, we are having the discussions to talk about how to set up the conference meet with, with who and with um, uh, what strategies that we can go with. So it's it started already. Um, we don't, depends on what the league looks like. And we kind of we look at the how fast everybody's going and where we can uh, get them maximize the most points out of so um, we'll keep evaluating we got a couple more weeks to finally put those final numbers together good oh so we know what you're keeping you're keeping your cards close to the vest you know in case the competition <laughs> exactly. is listening here you know yeah i get it exactly so with those couple but, weeks uh, left some... um go ahead no please go ahead go ahead no, go ahead. Now, I was gonna say, you know, with those couple weeks left, um, you mentioned Miskamete uh, coming up in two uh, week from Saturday. Um, any more dual meets? Uh, what else do you guys have lined up? Um, you know, in regards to competition, um, we have we uh, host East Grand Rapids next Tuesday, and we finish with mm -hmm. Northview um, at Northview. Uh, we're blessed to have uh, that dual meet at Northview because that's where our conference meet's going to be. So, cool. for um, a chance to kind of preview ourselves. Um, and get excited to be at, back at the conference meet two weeks in a row. Uh, the pool where the conference meet will take place. Um, not not too shabby. You kind of have a little bit of a fresh memory as um, uh, here we go. This is this is the this is your pool site for the championship meet. So it's kind of kind of a nice season setup for us right now. Very good. Um, you know, any mental prep coming up? We're starting to drop mornings. Yardage coming down. Where are you guys at? We are still kind of running um, full mornings and full 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 practices right now. Um, I'm looking at probably about another week here. MISC is always my turning point. Depends on where we're at. Who do I have at the state meet? Uh, a lot depends on the team personnel as to where uh, where we are in the on the calendar. Who's qualified for state? What do we still need to work on? What do we still need to do? We need to get start. Do we need to start resting? Um, Right now, we have one individual qualifier. We have a couple divers that qualified for regionals, a couple relays qualified. So if we're going to get more state participation, we're, we're going to have to do a little bit more at the conference meet than we were hoping to. But it just happens some years. It just works out that way, unfortunately. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm sure the kids are fired up for it. So um, yeah. They, will they will be. They will be. That's uh, right. This just, uh, it was, it was just a, uh, a wonderful situation for uh, for us, and and I I, I think they're going to get pretty excited here, know that knowing that there's about three weeks to go before the end of the season to get you know the best out of themselves and out of out for the team. 
All right. Well, Coach, this has been great. I want to thank you for joining us and uh, thank you guys for watching. Thanks for another great show. David and I will be back next week with another guest. And remember, you can either watch or listen to the Poolside Podcast. The video is uploaded on our website, our social media channels, and the State Champs TV YouTube channel. Or you can just listen to the audio podcast by going to the platform of your choice. We use Spreaker around here. It's real easy to search State Champs Sports. You get all of them there. Uh, but it's on Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, whatever platform you prefer. Uh, the show's uploaded on Wednesdays. And uh, I want to thank our sponsors real quick. Lawrence Technological University, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, the Michigan Army National Guard, DMC Sports Medicine and Physical Therapy Team, the DAC Foundation's Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards, and the Goodman Acker Law Firm. Once again, uh, Dennis C., thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Okay, for David, I'm Lauren. We'll see you next Wednesday with another edition of State Champs Michigan's Poolside Podcast. Be well.